It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drogheda, Dundalk and Cavan. Check out the new sporty and spacious Renault Arcana in petrol and full hybrid. Guaranteed delivery, low AP or finance and 48-hour test drive. Visit BlackstoneMotors.ie. Welcome to Late Lunch after a lovely bank holiday weekend. Bar Saturday. Were you stuck indoors, Louise, on Saturday with all the blinking rain? It never all stopped, day. did it? Never stopped. I saw you a day. I was in Sligo. Went to Sligo That's fishing That's your kind the weekend. of weather, isn't it? Well, rain? No? <laughs> when it's incessant rain okay. and it just doesn't stop. We had all the gear. She was dry as a bone. But the old rain would leave you cold by evening time when it just doesn't stop. You know what I mean? Mm. And it was non-stop. Sunday was miserable. much better, I have to say. It was a miserable day, honestly, on Saturday. But to go back to Sligo and meet people I hadn't seen for three years since mm. before the pandemic, it was simply, you were nervous simply fantastic. Going, you? I was. And I honestly say that, that I got out of the routine do you know what I mean yeah. and and got very comfortable at home mm. and not doing much and I know the pandemic has affected many people in similar ways you know that you just get into a rut Louise yeah, yeah. or routine you know what I'm talking about yeah. you know and uh, happy and you're lonesome yeah absolutely but anyway uh, it was great to be back and she was like getting back in a bike again and, and away we go and I met lots of people who listened to Late Lunch in Sligo from the Midlands Louise we have a big listenership in the Midlands besides Larry the Meter. I want to say a big low, hello today to John and Anne Ayers from Mullingar they listen every time. day to us yes absolutely and uh, I want to say hello to them this afternoon I promised them I would anyway uh, the weekend was welcome the extra day is always lovely but here's the thing Louise and I want to ask listeners this we came off the lake on what night was it Sunday night right the better day the Sunday and um, we were out right till the very bitter end in the dark anyway it was about 10 and quarter past 11 right in darkness mm-hmm. and the sky was clear and Kathleen and her husband who uh, I, I know from the campsite were out walking their dogs late And we all looked up into the sky. Well, Louise, I saw something I'd never seen in my life in the sky. It was like a train going across the sky, lit up. Do you know what I'm talking Mm. about? That if you illuminated a train on a track. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it was. Across the sky here. It wasn't an airplane. It wasn't the Northern Lights. Too early for Santa Claus. It wasn't Santa. <laughs> it wasn't the Coke truck or anything. But it like that. You know the way the Coke truck lights up at yeah. Christmas time or the Budweiser or whatever. Yeah. It was a string as if it was nearly a and train. And was it long in the sky? Oh, yeah. Started small over here and then went across in a line and then disappeared small again and came up a bit. Strangest uh, thing ever. And would the end of it, you know, like a... an airplane, would the end of it disappear? Yeah, it, it wasn't an airplane. I, no, but... You know the way they, yes. they leave kind of like a trail a after them. Yeah, yes, they leave that a plume after. No, 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 no. This was actual light, Louise. Not a plume, not anything. Like these were lights and a string of them in a row, like the carriages in a train. I just wondered if anybody noticed anything in the sky Sunday night around eleven o'clock. We were in Sligo, mm. but but you know, if you're probably anyway, you might have copped it as well. But I'd be curious to hear from anybody that saw strange. what we saw in the sky on Sunday night after 11 o'clock. You weren't Did you coming spot out it? of the pub or anything? You were coming <laughs> off the, <lake>. the night <laughs> before, yes. Not Sunday night. Not Sunday night. Hand on heart. As God may strike me dead as to say <laughs> if I was telling you a lie. No, not Sunday night. We were compass mentis. And I'm glad just not myself and Ken saw it. Uh, the other side as well. And we were in awe of it, Louise. That's all I'll say. Did you see anything in the sky Sunday night, 11 o'clock-ish? 086-1800-658. Uh, 
by WhatsApp or text. That's <laughs> we'll 086. have to keep an eye on you now in case you start glowing <laughs> through the show. <laughs> Oh, don't start. Maybe maybe we were affected. We were in touch with another realm or another galaxy Outer or something. World. But did anyone see it? Can anyone explain it? 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text. If you have anything to say, let me know. I knew it was quite different, but uh, lovely. The long weekends, they're great, aren't yeah, they? And we have another one coming in June now as well, which is fantastic to look forward to. Um, you had a nice weekend yourself. You enjoyed your weekend, didn't you? I did. Yeah. I had one yeah. of those really, where yes. you got loads done and yep. just were completely refreshed and Great. lovely lovely and we're raring to go on late lunch this afternoon and we have a young woman on the line waiting to talk to me you know her well from late lunch her name is Aoife Bradley uh, She is a gym called My Studio in Navin and she has a story to tell us you know the way we hear about the lack of accommodation in the world ordinary accommodation for people not enough houses not enough houses being built etc well there's another angle for business people as well as regards where they operate their businesses from. Eva Bradley, good afternoon. Welcome back to the show. Hello, Jerry. How are you? I'm really good, and it's always good to talk to you, I have to say. Tell us your little tale of, of, of woe. You have a problem, haven't you? Yeah, I do. Unfortunately, I do. Um, so I'm currently in a, my premises here in Navan for the last eight years. I originally set up in 2011, so it's 11 years, but I've the lease now on my own the last eight years. And unfortunately, I'm in a situation where I'll have to leave my premises within the next three months. So, yeah, I'm kind of in a little bit swimming in a fishbowl at the minute, Jerry. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And I'm sure all your uh, dedicated members are, are concerned as well if you don't have a place to operate from. Um, yeah. You've been obviously looking and there's not in your books an awful lot out there, is there at the moment? No, any of the units that are available are like the rent is significantly more high, higher than what I'm paying at the minute. You know, and after two years of not functioning at your, you know, your peak within your business because of COVID, you're now playing catch up and to then go and, you know, like when I close the doors of, of my studio, it's not going to be very simple to go and open the doors in a in a fully furnished you know, premises, mm. I'd have to invest in doing it up and, you know, so there's just not an awful lot out there. A lot of units that are out there are now being used for storage and, you know, so it's just, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is not good news for you, I know. And uh, size-wise, just to context it for listeners, what space do you need? What are you operating out of at the moment, square feet or roughly? It's Two and a half thousand square feet. Okay. Yeah, so, so it's, it's, it's it's a quite, you know, it's a good rectangular shape. So it's, you know, it's mirrored and it's sprung floors and stuff. And a lot of premises that are out there might be retail. So they wouldn't have had to have that, you know, clear space as such. Mm. You know, there is retail units down the town. But any commercial, like when you're looking to do a unit, there's things that you really need to think about for your consumer. So the free park, and that's a massive one. Yes. You know, people really don't want to have to go downtown, find a meter, go and pay, you know. So it's, if you're looking at the, the three industrial estates that are within Navin, mm. and there's very few units available, you know. Mm. And you have equipment, of course, as well. What are you going yeah. to do with all of that if you, you know, you have to leave? Where are you going to store that? I know, I know. Is that There's another problem? unanswered oh, yeah. questions mm. at the minute. Another problem. I only got the news like just a week and a half ago, so it's uh yeah, it's there's a lot of unanswered questions, but the thing is is that I'm a very very determined woman mm. and I built up the business when Chloe and Ava were babies, like literally months old. Yeah. You know, and I still had the fire in the belly to do it there, but the situation I'm in now, and I think it's because it's post-pandemic, you're trying to just find that determination and fire again, which is quite difficult. And it's it's who do you turn to? And it's it's that safety net yeah. doesn't just seem to be there. And it's, it's unbelievable. Like, I put it out on my social media, the situation I was in, because, you know, it's like... Sometimes you need someone to just take you by the hand and say, look, this is what you can do, you mm. know, and 
it's unbelievable the amount of people, Jerry, that got in touch with me that's in the same situation. Yes. Whether it's a rental increase or their lease is not getting renewed again. And it's all small spot, small businesses, you know, and it's 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 so sad because people have invested time. You, you'll find money. I'm always a firm believer that, you know, we'll find money somewhere, mm. you know, but it's the time. It's people that have, have reared their children and invested in their businesses. And that's time that I'll never get back. I think that's just the hardest thing, you know. Yeah, and you know, something you say there, I was talking to, you'll probably listen to us, Nathan, in a way there at the start of the show, about, you know, your mojo and that thing, yeah. that fire in your belly. You are not alone, Aoife. You are not alone. I have met so many people yeah. who are experiencing the same. But let's see what we can do to help you. Anybody out there, Navin, you're not going to leave Navin. That's as simple no. as that. That's for yeah. sure. Navin, <laughs> two and a half thousand square foot unit. Aoife Bradley is looking for, for her my studio business and she's facing um, uh, the blank wall. She's looking at the wall at the moment. She has no option and, and it does not looking like there's anything. But is there anybody out there that might just ring a bell with this afternoon to say, look, maybe I can help you, Aoife. If you can, give us a shout. 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text. Or you can contact Aoife Bradley, my studio, uh, on, on social media as well. Um, tell us in a general sense, you came through the wars like a lot of businesses with the pandemic you couldn't operate how has business been after the pandemic are people going back to your gym it's it's really been like a roller coaster like it's with the close contact situation that we came out of there was the usage like was way lower now i stayed online because of people who were who are close contacts that weren't able to go out so that was okay. But, you know, in general, it's, it's been way harder than it was. I think when we were all in the situation, Jerry, and we were all at home and we were running businesses from at home, that's where I felt there was a little element of the safety blanket and people, you know, were aware that businesses were closed. But I think talking to people now and me as well, being a consumer in other businesses around the town is now more than ever, people really need to be aware of, you know, let's not go to the big stores anymore. Let's just go into that boutique or let's go to that hairdresser. It's now more than ever, Jerry, that people need people. Yes, and that's and, what life is about, isn't it? That is, yes. No matter what else is in our lives or anything else, it's all about our families, our friends, our communities and yes. supporting each other at yes. times uh, like this. The other thing is, you know, in a general sense, we've all been reading Ben Dunn, as you know, big gym operator, yes. quite a number. He's cut them in half since the pandemic yes. because he found that as well. He found that, like, I can, I think he had 12 or something, he has six now, yes. and he's really yes. concentrating on those. And that, that probably tells his story too, Eva. And he had the capital. He yes. had the money. Like, I think it was like 64,000. Now, don't, don't re-quote me on that. But that's what he put back into, you know, from when lockdown was lifted. That's what he reinvested back in to try and make more space within gyms, to make it more, you know, user-friendly as such. Yes. But he's still, he's, he's closed 50% of his gyms. Yes. You yeah. know? Yeah. And, and this is, and it's happening, you know, nationwide where people are just not being able to run their businesses anymore and this has been done where he has the money you know it's the smaller guys and it's not just the fitness you know the studios it's every small business yes you know Mm. and and it's it's so scary. I think 11 people reached out to me that their circumstances were within the next five, six months, they're not going to have their premises because they can't, you know, the utility, the cost, or ESB has gone up, mm. you know, your water, everything. And people just are not going to be able to financially, you know, make it viable. Mm. And this is the scary thing. And it's it's the small business. It's, it's, I think the hardest thing, like two women said to me, it's the time. 
they've put in to build it up. Yes. And then they're they're stuck in a situation now where I can't go on. Mm. You know? But your message today is the fire's in the belly. You're going on. No, no, no. It's the fire is in the belly, Jerry, because you know, I love working for myself. I love working helping people within my job, you know, and it's it is just unfortunate that I, I'm in this situation again, you know, but I have great members and I do have great people around me and, you know, I do believe that what you give out, you do get back in life and I'm just hoping. But unfortunately, I just don't have answers right now, yeah. you know, and but, and I'm not the only one. Yes. I'm definitely not the only one out there and I just, if anyone is listening, you know, and they were going to buy flowers from a big you know, online company, just go down to your florist down the street. You know, it's Mm. just making us aware that there's a lot of businesses out there that are finding it very tough. Well said, well said, Eva. And I say again, if you can help this wonderful woman in Navin with a premises to relocate her my studio business too, she wants to get going again. There'll be a big challenge involved, but she's up for it. Just before you go, I kept this back because I want you to listen to this. On the first day of every month and late lunch, I have a little calendar that's sent to me each year. And there's always a saying on it for the first day. So if I'm on the first or the second or third, third as it is today, I want to read this because just listen to these words. The best and safest thing is to keep a balance in your life. Acknowledge the great powers around us and in us. If you can do that and live that way, you are a really wise person. That's you, Eva Bradley. Remember that. Remember that as you as you move on. Thank you for joining me today to highlight your own situation and the plight of others. Please, God, you'll get that premises and my studio will be up and running again in a new location shortly. Thank you for joining me and I wish you well. Thank you, Jerry. Thanks, Thanks for Eva. Me. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's uh, Eva Bradley there. <clears throat> fantastic woman can you help her at all Navin area looking for a premises two and a half thousand square feet it's substantial she suddenly needs that for what she does if you can let us know 086 658 or contact Eva Bradley directly if you're listening to this today social media my studio is our business now you are slagging me missus <laughs> I wasn't in the pub and I did break my glasses in the bloody boat you want to hear the language after that but I had a spare pair read the message come on hi come on. Louise Jerry is telling the truth about the lights in the sky like a train over Lock Arrow it was so weird hope someone can solve this mystery from Kathleen and Donald thank you, you Kathleen as well? thank you Donald that was Kathleen and Donald that were walking the dogs and we'll be and honest to God when we saw it there, are, there is a, 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 there is a thread isn't there people are saying we have a number of messages saying what it's that it's Elon Musk's SpaceX Elon Musk's SpaceX Used mm. for high-speed internet access. access. It's Starlink. called Starlink. Satellite. And we've got that from a number of people uh, saying it to us as well. So perhaps there is something in that, to be honest with you. Um, interesting, Look isn't it? Look up, see what we can find. God, imagine that. I never thought... I thought it was... Yeah, I thought it was in the ground or all round us, the communications. Do you know what I mean? Wi-Fi, all this type of stuff. Wireless. Oh, no, wasn't that something got to do with you? Remember when the war started and you... Ukraine, yeah. Elon Musk did something with his satellites so they could have access. Or my dream. No, I think, there I think you I'm go. right in saying there that. There you go. We think we may have an explanation. Elon Musk, the man who brings you into space. If you have about a what a million dollars to spare, so you can have a seat for a few minutes with him. I must look it up and see where I go on one. Mar, yeah, everybody should be able to afford it. <laughs> well, bring down the price. Louise Paddy K has been on to me from Inneskeen and he says, Hi Jerry, I believe this is what you've seen and when I played the video, it is what we saw on the sky. He says it's a satellite station I visit, videoed a few months ago at 5am in the morning just outside Carrick Macross. Uh, Jerry, it could also be a truckload of mayflies heading to Sheila. <laughs> <laughs> I like the second one. <laughs> you have the definitive word, I think, though, don't you? Yeah, it looks it looks like it is Elon Musk's um, satellite broadband operator Starlink that you saw. Yes, All sixty a row of sixty satellites. Yes, in and a row. That's what it is. It is a row of satellites, and it is like a train. Don't they say it's like yeah, a train? Yeah, we saw a picture of it, didn't we? It there does you look go. Like, it, Train or a string of fairy lights. Yes, my description of the train. So there you are, Kathleen, Donald, Ken, everybody else. If you're looking in the sky, that's exactly what it is. God almighty. Because mm, he started taking orders in Ireland. 
I see. No, for broadband so service. It's up there and you get your your broadband or whatever from way up there in the stratosphere. And anyway, we weren't mad and it just <laughs> shows you you should avert your gaze by times, Louise. Never mind the dog poo on the path. Yeah. <laughs> Look up in the sky. <laughs> Thanks for that clarification. Do appreciate it. Feel better about it now. Anyway, we move on on late lunch and we touch on a topic now that we've covered on a number of occasions. It's this uh, pipeline into the River Boyne. You may have or may not have heard that uh, Meath County Council uh, permission has been granted to Dawn Meath, allowing them a discharge commercial waste water into the River Boyne. uh, And there's a lot of concern still about and people are unhappy. And with this in mind, Peter Whelan, uh, a man from the locality, is on the ball and he's with us on late lunch. Hello again, Peter. How are you, Jerry? How's things? Good. Thanks for joining me on the show today, Peter. Um, this is not going away, Peter, by the looks of things. No, Jerry. But look, I'm not naive either, and none of us are. Like we have a big, big battle on. Like the meat industry has a very is a very, very powerful lobby, and um, we're really, really up against the big guns here. Uh, just to give you a quick background, because I want to be very clear about this. I'm only one person of uh, about eight thousand who who got on board this uh, this. Facebook page that was set up, Save the Boyne. Now, um, I was approached in the very early stages. You know, I dabble in a bit of I have an interest in what's going on around me locally. Yes. You know? And, and uh, I was approached um, from local residents and concerned fishermen and, uh, you know, along with many others. And I, I'll be honest with you, I'll be straight with you. My first reaction was, you know, Don Meats, the farmers, I'm in the farmer community, they're great, they give, great, they give jobs and they do this, they do that, and they all of our farmers go there with their cattle. And that was going through my head. And then I just said, which I do with a lot of things, I said, hang on a minute. I started talking to myself and I said, Peter, like, okay, is this right or is it wrong? You know, and I decided, no, I don't care who it is. It's either right or it's wrong. And I decided it was wrong. So I got on to the Mead Chronicle and yourselves, along with others. And we got the, the fishermen involved and the local residents. And we put in, and we got 420 submissions. You know, as I say, I was only one of them. So there's mm. many, many more than me. And I just, on the Facebook page, there was a lot of people saying, like, I know I can feel there's very, very much frustration out there. So I just took it on myself, and I kind of nearly feel guilty on this, but I just said, someone has to make a call and call me. So I rang Janie Quigley, who owns the Millhouse Hotel, a lovely lady. And she was, and this was at short notice, and she says, yes, I can make it available on Tuesday evening. So I'm a little bit concerned that the short notice, and that's why fair play to yourselves, both yourselves and the news desk, for giving us this, the platform, because we're only we're minnows in this whole thing, excuse the pun, but um, we, we are the minnows here, and we really, really need them. What I'm appealing for is everyone, as many as possibly can, to come to this meeting tonight, regardless of your politics or your beliefs. If you have any interest in the environment, now particularly what we want, Jerry, is I'm by no means the expert, and I'm going to be I'm going to feel uncomfortable at this meeting because people are going to be looking to me, but I'm actually I'm looking to others here. I'm only a face here. I'm only one person, and I don't want to take over this thing. I want people, I want this to come from the ground. I want people with expertise. We have to go to Embora Planola, but it's above my pay station. We need somebody there. We need people at that meeting tonight who can guide us through and tell us. Eventually, we can go for a judicial review, I'm told, but that has to first go to Embora Planola. Mm. Mead County Council, Jerry, I've been told, and this is not having a cut at them, they can be very quick to give planning because they have the power to do so. But it's only when you take them on, and they don't like being taken on in the in the likes of Port Finale. This is where we have to have a bit of nerve and a bit of steel. But it also costs money, and Don Meats have an awful lot of money behind them. So I'm appealing to somebody with expertise in this, and there is one or two I have in mind, and I'm hoping they will come along at the meeting. So there'll be fishermen, there'll be kayakers, there'll be canoers. I'm hoping. It's short notice. I'm asking everyone. I know everyone has, you know, got kids with football and they've just... This is the future. Jerry, when I was a young lad, I went fishing with my dad to the west of Ireland, to the River Moy. I'm nearly crying there. I used to pick up the water and drink it out of my hand. Mm. Right? Our kids won't be able to do that. I think, you, would you drink the water out of the River Moy today, would you? 
Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, Peter, about it. Our water supply in this neck of the woods actually does come from the vine, but it goes through treatment works before it actually yeah, goes into yeah. the in, into the homes. Uh, to drink it raw, that's why it's treated. You know what I mean? That's why it leaves know, the river. I know that. Uh, yeah, but, but, Jerry, you, you, you're, you're about the same village as myself, give yeah. or take. Uh, yeah. And you do, do you remember being able to drink water out of a river? Look at you. you co- of course. Of course. The yeah. times... Uh, my God. Uh, uh, yes, you're right. Uh, when we were children, yeah. when we were young and that, there was no doubt about that. But by God, times have changed. And, you know, I'm not speaking out of turn here. For a little green island off uh, the uh, main coast of Europe or whatever, uh, and we yeah. pride ourselves in our greenery and, and, and how clean and everything we are, yeah. we, we get a little carried away at times by claiming things that really, as you say, you know, when you're out and about, like myself, I'm on the waters, I'm on the west the weekend, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. You see in the past, we're Corrib, Lake Corrib, the huge lock Corrib, so that they boil the water in Galway for months and yeah, months yeah. on end uh, because of a problem over there. And we should keep that in mind. But here's the thing, I just want to remind people again to, Tonight, this meeting is happening at 7 o'clock in the Millhouse Hotel in Slane and it's open to everybody. Peter, in fairness to Dawn Meats, I just want to read to the listeners oh, what yeah. Dawn Meats have to say because it's very important to give them yeah. a say in, the, in oh, this please. as well. Uh, so Dawn Meats have issued a statement. They say, the planning application process for this multi-million euro investment in wastewater treatment is ongoing. We believe it will have a positive impact through the removal of tanker traffic from local roads and third-party studies including a Natura or Natura impact statement have assessed no negative impact on the River Boyne or surrounding habitats. Our site in Slane is fully licensed by the Environmental Protection Agency who we engage with regularly and the new equipment will clean wastewater to international best practice standards. So they're saying it's a win-win. Traffic reduced on the roads and all the impact of that. They say they have a, a study backing them up and the EPA and it will be international best practice, Peter. That's what Don Meats say, Peter. That's what Don Meats say, Jerry. And, you know, and, and, and fair play, they, they, they had plenty of, um, you know, resources and that's to put together all of their state and they were asked for further information and they gave it. Uh, I'm just, what we're saying as people is uh, our own, we're going to, I'm going to diverse a tiny bit here, and I'll be careful what I say, but we, but this is factual. Uh, our own county council who gave that permission have water treatment plants that are substandard and are actually, uh, at, especially at long weekends, have been seen by fishermen literally pouring shit into the river. Well, you know, Peter, uh, we've heard this before. Actually, we've actually yeah. spoken about this and had, yeah. the, I know, and anglers have confirmed this to us. Yeah. But in, in, in fairness to them, we have to say as well, you know, the issues have been reported to them. They've issued statements to us to say that, you know, uh, that there, you know, there are issues, as you say, with these plants. They've acknowledged that as well. And we, we do understand that there have been... Uh, Incidents where this has yeah. stuff has got into the boyne, and we all hear what you're saying for sure. But let's and talk. One other thing in relation to and, and, and relation to Don Meats, uh, they are licensed by the EPA. Yeah, but that doesn't make them infallible because they have a previous track record and it's out there in the public domain. And they were uh, for an, an illegal discharge into the River Boyne before, and they were fined five thousand euro. Now five thousand euro, that was the end of the story. Mm. You know, I spoke to a guy the other day who was a customer of mine in Dublin, and he works for the Inland Fisheries. You know. Who's the mo- who they have in court most for for illegal discharges? I know local county. I know, I know. This is the this is the length and breadth of the country. You're not yeah, wrong, Peter. You're, you're, there's nothing, rotten, there's yeah. nothing wrong with the planning. Yes, there's yes. Something radically wrong. And we've got a minister uh, for European affairs who who tell us how to direct how how farmers cannot build houses beside the River Boyne. Local people down around Ballardstown have been refused planning permission, right, because they were too close to the river. And yet, a, a, a big industrial unit. Uh, in the middle of, a, of an agricultural area, can put in seven kilometres of a pipeline to pump into the river. I think there has to be, an, and there is an alternative, and, the, and that is the tankers, and the people will put up with the tankers. Mm. This is about a commercial decision, saving money. That's all it is. Okay, well, look at you at know, yeah, and, and and I hear what you're saying as well, and I know they've been fined in the past, and they pay their fines, and they gave commitments yeah. that it wouldn't happen again, and we have to acknowledge that as well. That uh, you know, Dawn Meats have have uh, you know uh, taken the rap and promised to, to not to uh, to impinge again on the river. But look, 
Peter, I, I hear all you're saying, and it's yeah. well known as well. The point being that... I know, that, by the way, Jerry, I know I'm preaching to the converted here yes, as well. Yes, yes. You know, I'm an angler and I, I'm, I'm very aware of water qualities and everything yes, like yes. that as well. But look, at uh, anyway, the, the point is, the idea today is, tonight, 7 o'clock, in the Millhouse Hotel in Slane, it's an open meeting, everybody welcome. You can listen to what people have to say, voice your concerns, and as you say, hopefully uh, you will have people there who are well versed in these things as yes, well. Yes. This is a way to run, I will say that to people, because and Don Meets acknowledged that, that it's going through yes. the process at this way, point in time. Very, I know it's probably late notice now, and again, everything happened very quick, and if there's anyone from Don Meets listening, they're entitled to come along as well. Oh, yes. You know yes, what I mean? Of course. And, and, I mean, this is a public meeting, and uh, it's not about people or parties or yeah. politics, you know, politics. Yeah. This is genuine. This is people who are genuinely concerned. Yes. There's fishermen canoers, kayakers, as I mentioned them all before. People who just walk the river, you know. Yes. We've got otters, we've got, I don't want to, like, I can go on and go on and go on. The wildlife, I mean, that, that's the most protective, protected river in Europe, nearly, you know. Mm. And, and we're a little island, and Don Meats are selling their beef all over the world from a little green, you know, uh, we're a green Irish country. You know, surely the God, work with the environment, you know. They yes. will say, I know in their statement, they will say, well, I'm only going to repeat myself, so look, yeah. thanks for the forum. Not at really all. Appreciate it. Not at all. You're uh, welcome, Peter, and we I understand. Really to anyone to come, come along, as many as can come tonight, I really, really would appreciate it. Peter, thanks for joining us as usual. Take care of yourself. That's Peter Whelan there from the Whole Hogs. He's a real good guy, I have to say. He honestly is. And he's concerned. And, and that's what I think about it. And I think Dawn Meats, they imply huge numbers of people. They do great work and they export and they feed us, etc. And that's very important to acknowledge as well. But there has to be a way of everybody working together for the good of jobs, for business, uh, for the environment especially as well with the emphasis that's on it at this time. So anyway, there's your opportunity tonight to go along to the Millhouse, 7 o'clock in Slane. Uh, speak now or forever hold your peace. I'm going back to 1983 for your two on Tuesday today. The first track on David Bowie's 1983 album Let's Dance was the third single to be playing for, played from the album, to be taken should I say from the album, following the title track and China Girl. But unlike Let's Dance, which was number one all over the world, modern love could rise no higher Dan, number two. I know when to go out. I know when to stay in. Get things done. David Bowie and Modern Love, September 1983. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Made number two but couldn't make it to number one. Louise, you like it, don't you? You like this one? I love it. It's great. I never I never put David Bowie with, right. with it until now. There you go. Yeah, it's a great song. There you go. It is a great song. Well, of course, there always is something that keeps a great song off the top spot. So hit it there and then we'll comment on what we really think about it. Here's the song that was at number one that prevented Bowie's modern love making top spot. Ah, yes. 
Karma Chameleon. We dedicate that to little Pippa Farley. She's five today. Happy birthday, Pippa. And that comes in from your granddad, gran and all of the family. What do you think, Louise? What do you think of that one? I think, look, I love Bowie's song. Totally different. Totally different. But I can understand why that was the number one. It's a real sing-along song. Ah, it's fantastic. It's culture. It was Culture Club's second number one. Do you remember their first number one? Would you remember? No? No. It was Do You Really Want to Hurt Me was their first number one. And then that was their second. Came from the album uh, Colour by Numbers. And believe it or not, it stayed at number one for six weeks so a big, big number one. The biggest selling single of 83 sold almost a million copies and has gone on to sell a million and a half since. So there you are. Big, big number one for Gold The other song is better. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. You like Bowie, do you? Yeah, I know. I like that modern modern love. I'm yes. not a big Bowie fan, okay. but I do like that song. So do you think modern love should have made the number one? Yeah, uh, I do like Culture Club. I, I, I'd say there's a lot of people out there that know all the words of yes. Thomas Million. Yeah, I'd say quicker so. than I'd say so. Modern Love. Yeah, I can understand why it was number one and there for six weeks. But Modern Love, great song by Bowie, and one that just didn't make it. He had many, many other number ones, of course. Anyway, this time next week, same again, number two, and we'll tell you what kept it off the top spot. Now, trowels at the ready, hose ready to go and everything else besides because up next on Late Lunch we're in the garden with Nikki Kyle Ah, the garden at this time of year at any time of year you got to get out there get in there and get growing and if you want to learn all about it check out NikkiKyleGardening.com because she's simply brilliant and she's all ours for the next while Hello again Nikki I think you've only got 10 minutes Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome Hello isn't it wonderful wonderful to feel a little bit of warmth for Oh sake. Nikki I it's... mean it's been so cold oh, yes. you know, it's, we've got yes. no actual sun here but it's a lot brighter yes. and warmer um, and I believe there's going to be no more frost certainly this week um, you know just be careful there could be one or two again before the end of May but for the moment I mean everything's suddenly you know, and after that rain as well mm. it's brilliant mm. you um, know the orchards are suddenly burst into bursting blossom, and yeah. the birds are singing and you can almost hear the trees singing as well it's wonderful <laughs> you've just put us all in great mood even with those few words because you're so right the east wind has been shocking hasn't oh, it dreadful and northeast here most yeah. of the time mm. really cold and there were no insects about for the birds and my poor robins were following me around pleading for me to find them some food uh, and I spent more time finding robins food under pots and things than, than gardening I think <laughs> Good on you Nikki <laughs> Anyway this time of year you want to start with these rapid growers cucumbers melons aubergines Yeah absolutely I mean we can plant those now uh, and when you're planting things like um, cucumbers melons and aubergines plant them on a slight mound um, and, and make sure that you never water at the neck of the plant where the, where the stem of the plant meets the soil always water around further away from the plant and always in the morning so that they've got time to warm up you know don't soak them mm. because the worst um, thing with all of those is actually rotting where the stem meets the soil um, and be very careful if you're buying one uh, a plant from a garden centre and inspect the, the root really well and if it looks a tall brown um, at, at the junction of the sort of stem and the roots and the soil don't buy it. Okay. And if you see it wilting, don't think it's because it needs more water. It's probably because the roots are rotting. And, um, you know, you, you, you gave me that tip a number of years ago and I was yeah. plagued with it for years. And the mound, I can vouch for this, folks. Yep. The mound is the key. It will not rot at the base. Yeah, because the, the roots are warmer for a start and you're never leaving the base of the plant damp, which is really important. It makes a huge difference. Now, tomatoes uh, and people are buying plants as well. They yeah. proliferate. Lucky for uh, many of us, we grow them from seed as well. But there's a very important tip when they're putting them into their final pot or border or position. Yeah, you can actually plant them much more deeply than they are in the pot. Uh, again, be careful with watering, um, but plant them up to the first normal leaves, past the seed leaves, because tomatoes are great at rooting out from the stem, and that will actually produce a lot more feed and, and make a much stronger plant um, you know, throughout its lifetime. So it's a really good thing to do if you've got the room to do it in, in the soil, if you've got the soil depth to do it. Or even in a tub, do the same thing, plant it deeper. 
And side shooting. Already I've been looking at mine. I have some well on. The real early ones I grew. The beefsteak. By God, they're even throwing tiny little tomatoes at the moment. But the side shoots, you've got to keep taking them out. Yeah, to keep taking the side shoots out on what are known as cordon tomatoes. Yeah. Which is always very confusing for people. Um, you know, the, the cordon tomatoes grow straight up. And you take out any side shoots. But be very careful not to take out the, the, the top two shoots, mm. just in case the top one goes blind yes. or stops growing. Because that does happen sometimes, particularly with beef sticks. Um, I, but be careful that they're not bushes. Don't try and side oh shoot no. tomatoes no. like Mascotka. Yeah, leave, leave the bushes. Funny yeah. you just say that yesterday. I was staking uh, in pots and didn't I knock accidentally the top off? And I just looked. The next two sets of leaves, there are side shoots. So I'll develop one of those now. Yeah, yeah. Just, just let it grow on, you know, until you're sure it's going to grow onto a proper stem. And that does happen. You know, it can happen with heat damage or frost damage mm. too, if the plants aren't too bad. Uh, but I just wanted to say too that, you know, if you want to still um, sow tomatoes and you haven't done yet, there's still time to sow mascotka up until the end of June. Um, right. You know, the bush tomato. I think you did that last year. I though. did and had a great crop yeah. and only realised I grew them before, but I only really appreciated last year the flavour, the beautiful flavour oh, tomato. Well, yeah, always, always the first. But this year, I have to say, I've got tiny tomatoes on the rosada cuttings I took Lovely. last autumn, Lovely. which is brilliant. And you can do that with any cherry tomato. It doesn't have to be rosada. You know, you can take yeah. tomato cuttings in autumn and have a bit of fun, try and keep them going over the winter. Um, mine have got tiny tomatoes on mm. now. But sadly, then the cuttings I took, because I promised you one, um, haven't actually rooted yet for some reason. I think right. it's probably something to do with the time of year or maturity or something, but they will eventually. We live in hope. Now, yep. you are the greatest advocate of eating a green salad every day of the year, and I know you do, but by God, can't you just have your own simple salad leaves in jig time? Oh, I mean, it's absolutely brilliant. Um, you know, and particularly now, you know, with, with, with all the kind of, uh, you know, food supply chain problems due to COVID and the war in Ukraine and Brexit um, and, the, and the cost of energy, um, there's a huge increase in food prices. You know, and if you could only save one day a week on, on sort of some, eating something you've grown yourself that's cost you absolutely nothing and, you know, make it into a, a nice meal with a few eggs or something. Mm. Um, and, and that's, you know, one day's meal saved. You know, the, the price of one day's meal is And I mean, all these salad leaf mixes uh, and things like fast-growing um, kale, rocket mustards, green turnips, radishes, those sort of things, they can be ready in as little as six weeks at this time of year. Mm. And actually courgettes are, are surprisingly fast too. They certainly are. I have to say, the mixed salad leaf seeds, I do a pot nearly every yeah. week, a good 18-inch pot or ever, just about a sprinkle in, cover them over. And Nikki, that just keeps you going week on, week on, all of the time. It's so brilliant and easy it's absolutely brilliant and you know a, a lot of the uh, there's actually an article I, I wrote this uh, last week on my blog uh, and all the cabbage family vegetables or brassicas as they're otherwise known have just recently been proven to boost our immune system and to be effective against covid mm. and other coronaviruses now that's scientifically proven the link is on my blog if anyone's interested in reading it but it's actually amazing to think we can actually grow our own antiviral medicine Terrific. Uh, which is, uh, and they're so easy. Uh, things like broccoli rab, which I was saving seed of yesterday, incidentally, mm. um, will produce little tiny broccoli shoots and delicious leaves within about six weeks. It's very fast. And all of those things, you know, if you haven't started anything off yet, there's a list on my uh, blog on what to sow this month. Uh, and there's loads of fast things you can sow now. I have to mention to you, because my assistant... Ava and I went to the greenhouse yesterday and uh, emptied out our first pot of early potatoes put oh, well in done. on the 1st of February, right? Put, yeah. put them out yesterday and she wanted me to tell you she got 24 potatoes from one wow. seed potato. How fantastic. Isn't she brilliant? She's delighted. Delighted. And we yeah. uh, we enjoyed them yesterday with tea. Just steamed and a little bit of butter. Oh, my God almighty. Nothing nice. I just had to mention that to you today because oh, well she was done. thrilled. Brilliant. She was thrilled. Anyway, tell me about beans in tunnels. What do you want to say about this? Um, well, you can sow... Uh, well, obviously, you can sow anything in polytunnels now. In fact, you can sow anything pretty much everywhere, but the soil's still a bit cold and wet outside, and you've got to be really careful of slugs. Um, but uh, cobra beans you can sow, uh, and actually there's a runner bean called Moonlight, if you can get hold of seed. I think Unwinds do it. 
uh, and that actually will crop in a polytunnel too if you have wind problems like I have mm. uh, outside here. Um, that doesn't need, it's self-pollinating like the cobra bean. Yes. And it doesn't need bees to pollinate it. So, uh, but if you grow flowers in your tunnel or greenhouse, the bees will come in anyway and help to pollinate it. They certainly will. Yeah. And on the subject of flowers, marigolds do a fantastic job, don't they? Well, actually, yeah, African marigolds or French marigolds, you know, they actually keep white fly away. That's another scientifically proven thing. They actually give off a scent of something called limonene, a phytochemical, which actually deters um, white fly, you know, it repels white fly, uh, and they just go away. <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, again, I think it was Newcastle University came up with that a couple of years ago. So uh, that's a great companion plant to grow with um, tomatoes or, or um, cucumbers or anything, in fact. Well, you know, talk about their relatives, the green fly and my perpetual strawberries, thanks to you, which I grow now in pots in my new uh, polycarbonate tunnel. But I still have the same problem. They get a lot of green fly. Now, I took them out about 10 days ago and I sprayed them hard with water and they looked great again. And we picked our first strawberries as well from them yesterday. But they come back, the green fly, Nikki. Well, they do. If your, um, you know, if your tunnel or greenhouse or wherever you got them uh, is um, too warm, or mm. you're feeding them too much, possibly, mm. um, because if things are, uh, are too, uh, you know, overfed, they're, they're very aggr- attractive to, to green fly. And I hope you're growing lots of flowers in your tunnel and greenhouse now. Oh, um, I'll take the Fifth Amendment on that, but I'm getting to you're it not. straight away. Now, I've told you off about that before, <laughs> and that's why you've got green fly. Because if you bring in beneficial insects and things like hoverflies and ladybirds and things, by growing flowers, single flowers, which they come in for, and wasps, actually, Mm. they're all great. And you've got to leave the windows open a bit to allow them to go in and out. Uh, But they will deal with everything. I never see a green fly here. Well, I'm on to it. I promise you, I'm taking your advice and I am going to do it. And let's see how we get on with that. Now, no mow may. You yeah. love this. Well, I think it's, well, I mean, that happens here, here anyway. Yes. I don't have time or yes. yes. the legs to mow at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I've always just mown a path through things. So if you mow a path through your lawn, it looks as if it's sort of very country living-ish, you know, as if it was meant to be. Of course it is. But leave some of the grass to grow longer uh, to produce seed for the birds. And I know people hate dandelions and daisies, but I love them. And if you've ever had goldfinches land at your feet uh, and, you know, sit there eating seeds from dandelions in front of you, that is absolute magic. Mm. Just grow dandelions for that reason, if nothing else. Uh, And the bees love them and there's loads of insects. And again, if you are not too tidy and you've got a nice patch of flowers or long grass near your greenhouse or polytunnel, again, that hosts beneficial insects. And then those insects actually feed birds and birds are feeding their young at the moment and they're really, they really need them. Actually, I just noticed today there's a lot more insects about after that rain Mm. and, and with it getting warmer. So that's really good news for the birds feeding babies. Uh, I should have uh, remembered, sure, of course, you're doing no mo may ad infinitum for, for, for years and years now, and, 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 and it's a new trend. Anne's just been on to say, uh, Nikki, do you let dandelions grow and seed? Yes. Yep, absolutely. I mean, what's wrong with dandelions? Yeah. I mean, what, what's wrong with a few dandelion seeds? I mean, you know, this thing of sort of tidiness is next to godliness, it's a load of rubbish. You know, tidiness, nature abhors. Nature doesn't do tidy. You know, it grows things where they want to grow. And I mean, I've got the the most flower-filled drive in the county, I think. I've got dandelions, clover, um, speedwell, coltsfoot, everything on my drive. And I love it. And I see so many birds and insects on it. And it's terribly important because all of the farmers' fields now, the hedges are cut to nothing. There's nowhere for insects to, to live. There's no habitat. The more we can do in our gardens for them, the better it will be and the better all of our vegetables and flowers and everything else will grow as a result. So true. You mentioned it, I think, touching it a moment ago, just before we finish, saving seed. 
Yeah, a saving seed actually is a brilliant way. And honestly, once you start doing it, you'll be totally addicted. I mean, I was saving um, broccoli rabe seed yesterday, a chima de rapper, the Italians call it. And it's a little thing that produces sort of delicious leaves and uh, small broccoli heads within about six weeks at this time of year. It's brilliant. And even in winter, it's valuable. And actually in January, I leave mine over the winter and I pick leaves and shoots off it all winter. Uh, And then January and February, it flowers and it brings the early bees in. It's wonderful food for insects. Um, and you can just let it flower and the bees will pollinate it and let it dry and then just shake it into a paper bag and you'll have so much from just two or three plants it's astonishing i mean you know just a little a teaspoonful uh, would be about a tenner's worth if you were buying it uh, in a seed packet and that's free and you can grow your own food from that and that's something we need to do more and more what a wonderful world this would be if we all followed the Nikki Kyle way. And you can too by checking out our blog, NikkiKyleGardening.com. Lovely to talk to you as always. Lots of food for thought there and work to be done. Thank you so much. We'll see you next month. You're welcome, Jerry. Ha- happy gardening, everybody. Take care of yourself. The Bye. wonderful Nikki Kyle there. Just love her. She's the most fantastic lady. A mine of information, wonderful knowledge and always enjoy having a chat we're here on the show on a monthly basis Louise were you watching the snooker no I wasn't watching it but I heard all about it and I I saw the the night before I didn't see the actual final though yeah last night I was back home and I was able to watch the final session last evening between uh, the uh, champion Ronnie O'Sullivan and Judd Trump Trump came back well it seemed to be over at one stage he battled back well but O'Sullivan equalled the record Stephen Henry won seven world titles Ronnie now has won seven he's and a genius has, doesn't he hold the record for the most you know the max Max one four seven. Uh, he holds he, that, doesn't he? He has that many records, Louise. I think he, does. He, he, he is he is a raft of records and a raft of titles as well. And you know, no matter what you say about him, he's pure genius, Louise. He's mm. just simply, in my opinion, Great to watch the best snooker player, the greatest snooker player of all time. And Steve really? Davis, yes, yeah, Steve Davis. Uh, when I heard Steve Davis saying those words as well mm. uh, last evening, you know, Davis, brilliant player himself. But to say that the greatest of all time, he's. I wouldn't put. I wouldn't back against him getting another title, you know, to, to hold the record on his own with eight. I wouldn't back against him. You know, when he, do you know the typhoon? Sometimes he's disinterested, but when he wants to win and puts his mind down to it, he wins. Nothing will stop him. He is the best, you know. And he's the oldest finalist. You were even yeah. saying this to I me. Mean, you're, Raoul Louise, you know, she knows our stuff. He's the oldest finalist since... Ray Reardon yeah. in 1982. So Sullivan's 46 and yes. Ray Reardon was a year younger. And I'm... Gobsmacks, I remember watching that as a child thinking Ray Reardon was about 80. <laughs> you see, it depends on your stage in life and yeah. your, your perception of somebody, you know. Now I'm wondering and all these kids looking at me must think I'm about oh, 90. Not but at you know, all. It, is, it is true. You look at somebody at a certain age and you yeah. think, you know, you when do. you're a child, everybody is really old. Yes. You know, that's the way it is, mm. you know, from your stage in life. And I would have said to you that I would have thought as well that Ray Reardon was a lot older. Yeah. You know, when he, he was in, he was a brilliant player, Reardon as well, won multiple titles too. He's uh, great, great fun to watch. Dracula, as well. Dracula yeah. and the sleek black hair, you know what I mean? But I always remember, it all started with Pot Black on a Friday night. There was no snooker on television. Half an hour, Friday night, BBC Two, Pot Black. Uh, that's the only snooker that was on television. No world championships, no nothing. And then it all started. But Pot Black, they used to have two, you know, two players would play, I think a frame or two frames, maybe three. And I always remember Eddie Charlton. Eddie Charlton, the Australian <laughs> champion. <laughs> I can still hear the voice. He never won the world champion, but they always introduced him. The Australian champion, was Eddie Charlton. Was he sponsored Charlton. by Lassinger? <laughs> well, well the, 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 and he was a famous snooker co- commentator used to introduce him. But... Uh, my God, snooker took off when colour television came in. You couldn't watch snooker in black and white. <laughs> Think about it, Louise. He's on the red. No, he's he's on the yellow. He's on what? He's on the green. Without colour television, just snooker was nothing. But colour television made, and then Alex Higgins and all that crew. Another genius, a, a flawed genius for sure. But anyway, well done to Ronnie O'Sullivan. His seventh title, well deserved. I interviewed him a couple of years ago when he was over mm. here in Ireland. Oh, he's love to go for a pint with him. <laughs> he's uh, just something else. So he is, yeah, he's a lovely personality, hasn't he? He has. And p- some people, look, he's, he's yin and yang to people. You know what I mean? He's whatever to some people. But I 
acknowledged genius. Well done, Ronnie O'Sullivan. Anyway, coming up after two, as I mentioned, women's sheds? Go away. And me soundtrack, but taking us to news, weather and sport at three. I love them. It's Lionel Richie. And hello. I've been alone with you inside my mind And in my dreams I've kissed your lips a thousand times I sometimes see you pass outside my door Hello now, the soundtrack this week on Late Lunch, and my soundtrack comes from a musical. It's based upon a book by Jesse Nelson. It was adapted for the big screen with the movie coming out in 2007 and then further adapted for the stage. I'm talking about Waitress the Musical. And it's all about Jenna Hunterson, who is a baker and a waitress in an abusive relationship with her husband Earl. After she unexpectedly becomes pregnant, she begins an affair with her GP, Jim Potomar. And she's all over the place. But she then sees a way out of all her difficulties through a pie-baking competition, which she goes for. And so the story unfolds. It premiered on the stage in April 2016 in the United States. It toured the States and has played Broadway in New York and the West End in London. And in general, it's been really well received by critics and punters alike. And let me tell you this. The reason I'm featuring it is you can see Waitress because it will be staged in the Borgosh Energy Theatre from the 7th to the 18th of June, not far away now, this year. So it's in Dublin if you want to check it out and see it. I know a number of people who've been to it and they really, really love it. Today, my first song from the musical is all about the arrival of a new baby delivered beautifully by Sarah Bareilles. Today's a day like any other But I am changed, I am a mother Oh, in an instant has disappeared It doesn't matter Now you're here So innocent For you Ah yes, everything changes when a baby arrives, that's for sure. That's the brilliant Sarah Bareilles there from my featured soundtrack this week which is from the musical Waitress which is coming to Dublin in June. Not long to wait. More about it in Words and Song round about this time tomorrow to your comments. Uh, Kevin, thanks for the message earlier on who was in touch with me to say that Eva Bradley is a superb woman. She certainly is and we wish her well in her hunt for new premises for her business. Um, Sullivan, uh, oh Sullivan, a uh, pure genius, Jerry. Ronnie, we were talking about it myself and Louise uh, just before news at three. How about unisex sheds? Hmm. Another message there. This is my shed, says a listener. Um, a happy uh, hubby, it says. Not allowed in. I'm painting in the shed at the moment, Jerry, with the radio on, listening to you. Ah, it's all mine, says a listener. Men's sheds we know about, but women's sheds. Rita Brogan, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jerry. How are you? Will you give me a break? And all the gentlemen and boys listening to the show today, will you stay out of the shed? I know. It's terrible, isn't it? Uh, we have to get a little bit of our own, don't we? <laughs> Reid, I'm just thinking, Jesus, they're in everything else. <laughs> and now they're into the sheds that we set up for a bit of man time. But come on, seriously. I tell know, us. but us women need a bit of time too. Do you not think so? <laughs> I couldn't agree more. But yeah, listen. Yeah, a bit of time as well. A little bit, little bit of our time. <laughs> Why a shed? What happened? Tell us the story behind Women's Shed and how this came about. Um, well, I was telling your producer there that I, I kind of put up a, a post going back in, in February there. Um, I had a bit of an issue. I was out walking my dogs and there was a bit of an incident. So when I got back to the house, I, it was one of those issues where I had no phone in my pocket. Um, and I put up a post on the Navin community page to see if there was any walking groups for women or 
places for women to go, you know, for events or for mm. arts and crafts or anything like that. And there was nothing came up, absolutely nothing. And a friend of mine had recently um, started up a shed in Kildare and I got in touch with her and that's how it came about. Then it kind of just all evolved from there. Um, and we've been putting up that post on the 22nd of February. By the 25th of February, we had 479 members. <laughs> so it just took off from there. And so, it's it's going absolutely amazingly. I can't believe it's completely overwhelmed now with the with the response from the women in Avon. So it's been fantastic. So there's been a latent desire in women to have their own sheds. And I take it you're yeah. all up in Little and Aldi and the the special days buying jackhammers and saws and Oh, you never know. You never know what's down around the corner. Now we might get a few bird boxes made and <laughs> yes. a few flower pots and things, you know. So I'm Sarah Hayton with me here as well and Sarah has given me a hand from day one, so um, so tonight we're going to the cinema, Jerry. We're going to see Downton Abbey. Oh. So that will be our first big event. Love. So we're looking forward to that down in the Ark Cinema Nav, and that's where we'll be. So, um, <laughs> so that will be our first event outside the shed. So we're, we're, I, heard, I heard of the travelling Wilburys, but never the travelling sheds. But there you go. You know, you yeah, live and learn every day. Anyway, yeah, you're yeah. going to a great movie because it's getting lovely reviews and, and you'll yeah, all I enjoy it for yeah, sure. Put Sarah on to me there a second, will you please? Yeah, Let's have a on. chat with her. Yeah. Hiya, Jerry. How Hi, are you? Sarah. Thanks for joining me on the show today. So come on, what do you do in your shed? What happens? Well, we've had our first meeting in Johnstown there a couple of weeks ago and about 50 ladies turned up and we discussed that what the ladies would like to do. And... Examples, please. What would they like to do and what will you be doing in your sheds? Well, we'll be going for walks, so that would be outside the shed. Yep. Um, we'll be doing arts and crafts. Lots of ladies have shown interest in that. And we're starting up a book, sh- a book club in Navan Library. Lovely. So yeah. it, it's not strictly in a physical building. You move about, as you say, cinema, the library... It's it, it's a loose shed type of arrangement. It, it is at the moment. It's kind of a loose shed. We do meet the ladies in Taylors of Johnstown, but we're actually looking for premises at the moment. Mm, well, yeah. and my Thank first you. guest, Eva Bradley, is also looking for a, pre- a premises in Navin for our business. It's not easy, as she told us as well, to get a place. But you would like to have, as there are a number of med sheds that, you know, have their uh, place of being, you'd like to get there eventually. Is that the idea? Yes. We would, yeah. We're working on it. We have a few options in mind. Good. That's yeah. great to hear. And tell me this, in terms of age profile, what are you talking about in terms of the women who are members? We have the youngest member is 22, mm. and I think we have a, an elderly lady of 82. Ah, fun. Only age is welcome. Fantastic. A 60-year uh, yeah. spread there across the ages. Isn't that simply wonderful? Really so obviously, is, yeah. Sarah, there's, you know, a need, a want, a desire out there when you get such a response. There is, especially after the pandemic when people haven't been able to get out. You know, there was a huge response. We were so pleased. Mm. And, and and I've had a listener on said that she has her shed and she's in there painting at the minute and listening to us on the radio and I'm sure there are many others <laughs> at their different things themselves as we speak so this is really exciting it's taken off and you're starting out on a new journey now I know it's brilliant it's really taken off we're surprised at how well it's taken off actually good I detect an English accent there do I? I do you do I'm sorry um, I'm over here 30 years <laughs> So, I'm still the accent. Well, when I go home, people tell me I have an Irish accent. Yeah, of course they do, because you yeah. see, you, you have a lovely combination there. Where are you originally from? In Epsom, in Surrey. Ah, oh, lovely, lovely, yeah. lovely. I'm sure you do get it when you go home to say, oh my oh, God. All the time. Yes. Well, they, they say, oh, what do you mean when you say messages or the press? They haven't a clue with half the words. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's only slight, as I say, but I just detected there. Put me back uh, to read it, please. Good luck to you before we finish. Thanks a million, Jerry. No Thank bother, you. no bother. Hi, Jerry. How are you, Rita? I'm I, I'm putting money on today that you'll have a place sooner rather than later. I oh, just know. God. Yeah, at the moment, Taylors have been fantastic in Johnstown, and that's our main yeah. meeting point at the moment. So our next meeting, physical meeting next week, there will be the eleventh. If any ladies want to join us, we'll be there from about eight thirty to about half ten. Lovely. Um, and we are on Facebook. You'll find us under Navin Women Shed. 
and our email address is navinwomenshared.gmail.com we have it all there uh, you're yeah. fantastic and it's a and thank you for being behind n- us it's, it's been not great it's absolutely been overwhelming and you know to reconnect all these women you know from all ages it's, it's great and skills can be passed on from one generation to the next which is great you know so yeah True, so true. It's been a a while in the making, but you're on the road now. And and Ireland's women's sheds are behind us as well. They've been set out all over Ireland at the moment. So we're we're out there now. We've got our little sheds, so we're all coming up slowly. I wish you well and good luck to you. And I'm sure your numbers are only going to grow. Thank you both for joining me today. Take care of yourself. Bye, Bye, girls. Bye. That's Rita Brogan there and Sarah Heaton, uh, part of the new Women's Shed in the Navin area. You have all the details there if you want to get in touch. Coming up on Late Lunch tomorrow, Natalie Kelly from Drawn It Dolls is with us and she's going to discuss with me the whole area of safety and women's safety in light of a few unsavoury incidents in the North East. Recently, Sandra Chubb will tell us how she restructured her mortgage. Brilliant story. And Dr Kate McCann is here. If you can't sleep, Kate can help you. See you tomorrow at half one. Eddie Caffrey's on the way. And enjoy this on this Tuesday evening. Bye. Hey, I'm Arlene, and this is my select Irish track, Somebody Else, supporting Irish talent on LMFM. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.